Welcome to Factorious. I'm your host, Matt Eisman, and I once threw out a first pitch for the New York Mets. I airmailed it to the backstop, and I thought they still might sign me, but they didn't. <laughs> this is Factorious, where I give you the clues, the facts, and the first letter of the answer. Your job is to guess what that answer is. Now, we have three contestants today, all hoping to win our $1,000 prize. So let's meet who's playing. We got Mike from Northport, New York. How you doing? I'm... What a smooth, buttery baritone you got, oh, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> and we have Polly from Washington, D.C. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great, Polly. I love it. You got a nice, comfortable sweater on, but you look ready to play. I am. And we got Brad from San Diego, California. Morning, dude. <laughs> He's not a surfer, bro. Not at all. What, what does San Diego mean in German, anyway? Uh, it means um, sands uh, from a guy named Diego. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> this is how it is. This is how we play the game. You learn facts. Now, I give you the first letter of the answer in Factorious. Then I read you the clues. Buzz in when you think you know what I'm describing. But if you give me a wrong answer, you're out for the rest of the question. Correct answers in this first round are worth 50 points. Are you guys ready to play Factorious? Absolutely. Polly? Uh, okay. <laughs> you were so focused. <laughs> All right, here we go. Your first 50-point clue. C. C. Since 1911, a C sculpted from butter has been one of the annual attractions at the Iowa State Fair. It's made of 600 pounds of butter, enough for 19,200 slices of toast. Not the way I butter toast. According to UrbanDictionary.com, if you tell someone to not have a C, Mike. It's going to be cow. Is it cow? Bart Simpson would be proud of you. Is that what tipped it for you? Uh, yes, yes, it was. Don't have a cow, bro. You're the first on the board, Mike, with 50 points. How now, brown cow? Ah. A little voiceover stuff. <laughs> All right, your next clue for 50 points. Polly, I can see you are locked in. Here you go. Listen carefully. The clue is AC. AC. AC boasts the largest musical instrument in the world. Polly, right away. Atlantic City. And you said that confidently. Is it Atlantic City? Down by the boardwalk. Polly, are you a, a huge AC fan? I've never been there. You've never been? I haven't been since college because the last time I was there, my roommates and I stole a rug from Bally's and got caught. I'm banned. Nice. Yeah. I, I did not know they had that pipe pipe organ there. Otherwise, I would have probably played a little more carefully. <laughs> Polly, your AC facts just got you 50 points and a tie with Mike. Brad, you have yet to get on the board, but here is another 50-point clue. H.S. 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 was originally supposed to be a large green fish monster. <laughs> that makes so much sense. H.S. is partially based on Francis Ford Coppola. The Godfather director was a model for the swagger, charisma, sarcasm, and smooth wit of H.S. H.S. is a fictional character who's a pilot from the planet Corellia and whose best friend, Brad? Han Solo. Is it Han Solo? Mike, you were frozen in carbonite. Oh. You wanted to buzz in, but Brad, you're on the board, and it's a three-way tie at 50 points. Never tell you the odds, Mike. <laughs> Never tell you the odds, Brad. You just got on the board. This is a good game. You are all demonstrating extraordinarily 
talented, high midichlorian levels. All right. Yeah. Oh, the prequels, Matt. Come on. <laughs> I know. The prequels are awful. <laughs> anyway, let's get to this game. Here's the sequel to that last question. Each of you at 50 points. Here's a chance to break the tie. Your next clue, P.M. P.M. The first P.M. came out in 1974. The actress Mia Farrow had a starring role in this P.M. Unlike some of its competitors, P.M. claims to give notable individuals a fair shake, focusing on personality, not unsubstantiated rumors. Princess Diana, who tragically died in an automobile accident in 1997, holds the record for most PM covers with 85. Mike. People Magazine. Oh. Is it People Mag... Oh, Polly, that one hurt. Is it People Magazine? Interesting, fascinating. 50 points for Mike. Are you a huge Princess Di People Magazine cover fan? Uh, my fiance is because her name is Diana. Well, there you go. It's amazing where the facts come to you. Mike, you have the lead at the end of round one, 100 points. Polly, Brad, you guys each have 50 points and a chance to change that when we come back in round two. We double the value of the questions, each question worth 100 points. We'll see who can be the quickest and who knows the most when we come back for round two. This is Factorious. Polly, it's, it's annoying when you just oh, are a little late. Right there. <laughs> I'm, I'm very ashamed of the Han Solo one because I'm a huge nerd. Oh, yeah. Like your, your nerd friends are going to be, they're, yeah. they're going to put you in the desktop. This is Factorious, where Polly and Brad each have 50 points, but it's Mike in the lead with 100 points. It's round two. We double the points. Each question now worth 100. <laughs> Before we get to the action, let's get to know our contestants. Mike, so you're a life coach for people on the autism spectrum. Uh, yes, yeah, that's one of the jobs that I do. It's all about uh, nurturing independence and self-advocacy. That is, that's awesome that you do that. Is, is that something you volunteer at or... Uh, no, it is. It is something that I get paid for, wow. but uh, but you know, most of my coursework in college was uh, dealing with individuals who are special needs. Until I failed at being a teacher and just got an American Studies degree. Well, you're still making a difference and <laughs> helping people. That's awesome. Thanks. It feels good. Uh, and Polly, yeah. you're a journalist who's won 15 Emmys for reporting. Wow. It doesn't mean I'm any good at game shows. <laughs> <laughs> it means you're very good at reporting, though. Do you have them all like lined up in a in a case with spotlights on them? Yeah, they're getting kind of dusty. My kids like playing with them. <laughs> That's a good problem when you have fifteen of them. I only got one. Uh, Brad, <laughs> musical theater guy, performed in Spam a lot over eighteen hundred times. I did. So Monty Python is it the greatest of it's, all time? It's unbelievable. I was so uh, fortunate that Eric Idle was actually there. No and, way. Oh yeah, he was creating it, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, why are they?" remaking this into a musical. He was like, I'm adding more, so now there's going to be more Monty Python material. And then that, the fans started to ease up on him then when they did got you, more. Did you quote uh, Monty Python to Eric Idle? No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're much more polite than I am. But it's time to stop being polite. It's time to, to go into battle like like the knights who say, Nye! So here it is. Okay, now I started something. Once again, Brad and Polly, you guys have 50 points. Mike in the lead with 100. Each question now worth 100 points. And your first clue is D. D. English musician Ed Sheeran supposedly wanted to do a version of D, but Justin Bieber beat him to it. The D effect has been described as the worldwide increase of Latin pop music's popularity 
throughout 2017 and 2018. Mike. Is it Despacito? Is it Despacito? Ay, bendito! <laughs> Mike building on his lead. Are you a Luis Fonzi fan or, uh, or Justin yeah. Bieber? No, uh, my father's side of the family is Dominican, so I, I also like Latin music. Well, there it is. You didn't go slowly. You rang in first. You got 100 <laughs> points. Mike, commanding lead here, 200 points. Polly and Brad still at 50. Your next 100-point question is M. M. In Elizabethan Britain, fried M was given to children as a folk remedy to stop bedwetting. <laughs> I just wet the bed more. Michael J. Fox played a popular M in a 1999 film. And interestingly enough, foxes, but probably not Michael J. Fox, have been known to hunt M's. Polly. Mice? Is it mice? Yes, it is. Did, did you give your kids fried mice to get them to stop wetting the bed? Of course. <laughs> I thought you were going to say no. Very good. Polly, you're back with 150. Mike, 200. Brad, 50. And we're going to your next 100-point question. You guys, this has been an even game. Back and forth. Will it continue? Your next clue is K-R. K-R. When K.R. first came to Hollywood, he almost named himself Chuck Spadina. His agent didn't like it, so K.R. tried again, this time suggesting Templeton Page Taylor. K.R. is thought of as one of the nicer actors in the... Brad. Keanu Reeves. Is it Keanu Reeves? Whoa, Brad! And the even game continues. Brad, you were at 150. At the end of round two, you guys are just bouncing back and forth with the correct answers. Brad, 150. Polly, 150. Mike, a narrow lead at 200. When we come back in round three, you guys are all still in this. Each question is now worth 200 points as we double the value once again. Somebody's going to have to win this game. Who will it be? Find out when we return for round three. This is Factorious. Well done, guys. Well, my friend of mine worked on John Wick, and the first thing Wick. he said was, Keanu Reeves is one of the nicest people I've ever Really? This is Factorious Round 3, where each question is now worth 200 points, and we have an even game. You guys have been alternating correct answers, but right now it's Mike in the lead with 200, just behind Polly and Brad, tied at 150 points. Now, remember, you guys are all playing for a chance to win $1,000. <sighs> Only one of you will move on to the bonus round. At the end of this round, the two of you with the lowest scores will be going home. <laughs> so be quick on those buzzers. Polly, Polly's not even looking up. You are already focused. Don't let me disturb you, journalist. You ready to win this like an Emmy? No, I was just getting depressed. <laughs> <laughs> One correct answer, Polly, and you could change that into a smile. Turn that frown upside down. All right, your first clue in round three for 200 points. J. J. J is one of those words, like Kleenex, Xerox, or Q-tip. Polly? Jello. Is it Jello? No, it is not, and you will not be jiggling 
or wiggling, you're going to be out for the rest of this question. Brad or Mike, the remainder of this question is for you two. People use those names without realizing it's actually the trademark name of a specific company. The J Company initially designed and built airplanes. But in 1920, one of the J brothers and two employees died in an airplane crash, and the company moved into bathroom products. I remember when my parents first got a J in their bathroom. I thought it was heaven. Whether you want to call it a hot tub, a spa, or a... Uh, Mike. Jacuzzi. Is it a jacuzzi? Relaxing, and you just got 200 Ah. points to build on your lead. I actually met the son, the new leader of Jacuzzi. He's an advocate for the Arthritis Foundation. Jacuzzis are a great therapeutic treatment for it. Nice. Are you sure his name wasn't Jello? It could have been Ron Jello. Yeah, but he's very bubbly. Well, here we go. Mike, you have a lead. Polly and Brad, you need to get back in this. The good news is every question worth 200 points, one right answer. You guys are back in this game. Your next clue... D D D D D D born in 1965 had a very musical family. His father and mother were both professional singers in bands. D D's name was inspired by basketball Hall of Fame legend Julius Irving. D D built a studio in his family home when he was a teenager. In 2014, D D sold his electronics business and became a billionaire. D.D. has sold millions of albums, notably with his rap group N.W.A. Then as a solo artist and a producer for Eminem and 50 Cent. Ringing in, Mike. Dr. Dre. You didn't look confident. No, I, my mind caught up after my body. Caught up is, is the correct answer, Dr. Dre. Oh, it, it was a good day, Mike. You got it. <laughs> Dr. Was. Dre was the correct answer. He's not a real doctor, but for the record. Oh. <laughs> I am, but I don't call myself doctor. Mike, <laughs> building on your lead, another correct answer. Polly and Brad, you got to get back in this game. 200 points for this next question. And your clue, B. B. Wisconsin, known for its frigid winters and cheese, is where the bee was invented in 1922 by Stephen Poplowski. He intended for it to be used at soda fountains, which were very popular at the time. In 1948, Dr. Hilary Koprowski created the earliest form of the polio vaccine when he used a bee to mix a rat brain and a cultivated virus and then took a sip of the result. Mike. Was it Beaker? Is it a Beaker? And in a rare misstep, an incorrect answer from Mike, Polly and Brad, the remainder of this question is for you. I use my bee at home to make myself smoothies. Polly? Blender. Is it a blender? Yes, it is. 200 points for Polly. That brings you to 350 points. Oh, time is up. And as we look at the scores, our winner is Mike with 600 points. You just won this game. Oh, man. All right. Polly and Brad, you guys played a great game. But in the end, Mike just pulled away in round three. We're going to have to say goodbye to the two of you when we come back. Mike, you can't relax. 
No. When we come back, you're going to the bonus round for a chance at $1,000. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think I'm ready. I don't know. You, yes, you are. I, I like that confidence. I think Brad's more confident than you are. We'll find <laughs> out if he can win that $1,000 when we come back. This is Factorious. Force be with you. <laughs> and also with you. <laughs> that, was, that was very polite right there. Great game, guys. Wow. Yeah. This is Factorious, and I am here with Mike, who just survived a feverish battle in that game. But in the end, you pulled it out in round three, and now here you are, about to play for $1,000. How you feeling? I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm good. Good. Well, this is how we play the bonus round, Mike. You're going to have 60 seconds to answer three questions correctly. Like before, I'll read the clues. The clock keeps running until you get the answer, but this time... Wrong guesses won't hurt you, so trust your gut and keep guessing. If you get three correct answers in less than 60 seconds, you win the $1,000 prize. Whew, okay. You ready? I think so. Then let's do this. We're going to put 60 seconds on the clock. Clock will start when I give you your first clue. Mike, good luck. Thank you. Your first clue is Why? Why was invented by a wealthy Canadian couple who liked to play it on their boat. They sold the rights in return for 1,000 free copies of Why, and their names have been lost to history. Why was initially unpopular until Edwin Lowe staged Why parties, which publicized the game through word of mouth. 50 million copies of Yahtzee it is! Are you a gamer? When it comes to Xbox, yes. Well, when it comes to Factorious, you are. That took 18 (laughs) seconds. Mike. You've got 42 seconds to get two more correct answers and win that $1,000. Sit in a roll of the dice. This is your knowledge at work, buddy. So, the clock will resume when I give your next clue. Your clue is B. Although bees are man-made, the aquatic larval stage of the diving beetle has natural bees. Their dual retinas allow them to take in vision from close up to distance, which helps them capture prey. The believed inventor of B also created a number of other useful inventions, including the lightning rod and swim fins. If your optometrist says you need bees for reading, bifocals, it is. Ben Franklin invented them, and you got it. 39 seconds down, you have 21 seconds. You're ahead of the pace. 21 seconds to answer this final question, Mike, and you will walk out of here with $1,000. I'm feeling it. Take a breath. The clock's going to resume when I read this next clue. NL. The NL appears in many colors, including red, yellow, blue, and violet. New line. Pale green and pink are the two most common hues. The NL are caused by the interaction of solar wind with the Earth's magnetosphere, which is why they're strongest near the Earth's magnetic poles. Galileo called the NL the Aurora Borealis, and the Muppets sang, Off. Do you have a guess? The New Lights. No. Close. The Northern Lights. Northern Lights. The Northern Lights. Uh, You know what? Then it would have taken you a little longer. Feel good, Mike. You played a phenomenal game. Unfortunately, just short. The $1,000 will not be shining down on you. But you played a great <laughs> game. For me. And you're a champion, man. Thanks for playing, Factorious. Thank so it was so close, but it's so hard to win. 
That's why we love this game. <laughs> we hope you guys will join us next time. This is Factorious. Oh, man. Aurora Borealis. Sounds like a Star That was Wars the one. Movie. And I had it I had it at Aurora Borealis, but I didn't. I was like, just felt like it out. Uh, yeah. Factorious is hosted by me, Matt Eisman, and created by Keller Knoll, produced by Endeavor Audio. Executive produced by Cleve Keller, Dave Knoll, and Joey Allen, as well as Dave Easton from Endeavor Audio. Produced by Samantha Allison of Endeavor Audio and Jessica Stokey. Our supervising audio producer is Robert Hahn, with Matteo Brunetta as our line producer. Casting by Sean Simone and Jenna Chusin. Recorded in New York City at Pullman Sound. Portions of this program not affecting the outcome of the competition have been edited, recreated. Contestants must meet eligibility requirements to appear in the program. <laughs>